0: And welcome to another episode of First and 16, the League Pod. I'm your host, Chris Ferreira, and we have another awesome episode in store for you today. I am joined this week by another special guest, Michael Reza. He will be jumping back into a podcast with me for the first time in like a year, I believe. And Mike is going to join me. We're going to talk a little bit about football, talk about what life's been like for him, talk a little bit about the Dodgers, talk about Halloween, and uh, you know, just recap week seven, look forward to week eight and everything. He's gonna be joining me in a minute. I'm gonna do this intro by myself while we're waiting for him, but uh, I wanted to touch on a couple things that you know were huge in the landscape of the NFL season last week. And two of them to start off were uh with wide receivers, wide receivers, right? We have. Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup, who are absolutely lighting the world on fire. We'll start with Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup right now, through seven games, he has the most receiving yards by a wide receiver in NFL history. He is having the most dominant wide receiver start to a season. More dominant than Jerry Rice from 1986. More dominant than Randy Moss in 2007. He's absolutely running away with it. He's on pace for 21 touchdowns, almost 2,000 yards receiving. And uh, if this pace holds with Stafford, he will complete the greatest wide receiver season in uh, fantasy history, right? Which is just absolutely insane. Just goes to show you if you get um the right quarterback in there they can unlock something and him and stafford there's all these rumors that they've had you know breakfast together every day during training camp and uh it's he just feels a lot more comfortable with him than he did with Goff. and uh, we're seeing it on the field so uh hats off to cup hats off to dan who uh drafted him and you'll get to hear mike later in this episode talk about his regret for taking robert woods and not um, Cooper Cup so hats off to him the other one who's trailblazing the scene right now and is having the greatest rookie start to an NFL season that is Jamar Chase for our Andrew Keough Jamar Chase right now currently sits as having the most receiving yards by a rookie in NFL history through seven games even more than Justin Jefferson did last year for the Minnesota Vikings. If you guys remember last year, Justin Jefferson kind of was a slow burn at the beginning of the season, and then just absolutely took off by like the midpoint in the second half of the season, he was a monster. So uh, Justin Jefferson finished, I think close to 1700 yards last year. Um, Jamar Chase is on pace to uh, destroy that right now. Seven games, over 750 yards. Again, on pace for 1700, to 1800 yards right on on track with that if you can keep it up but uh having the best rookie season in nfl history so uh hats off to andrew and uh the question i guess now needs to start being said is uh who is the better lsu wide receiver is it jamar chase is it justin jefferson is it maybe only chase right now because he gets joe burrow to throw him the ball who he's had a connection with maybe if jefferson was teamed up with burrow they would also have that rapport i don't know is Kirk cousins a better thrower of the ball than joe burrow that is kind of still up for grabs right now i think most people would probably take burrow over him even though he is younger and cousins has accomplished a little bit more but uh, it's gonna be fun to watch these two lsu wide receivers for the next uh you know decade plus as they jockey for best wide receiver in the nfl And uh, it's crazy to think that Jamar Chase right now, I mean, I don't know if you watched the Bengals game last week, but uh, he, he had a slant route had three guys on him, broke a tackle and busted it for 80 yards. It seems to be, he seems to be doing that weekly now where he's breaking 50 plus yard touchdowns. So um, if he keeps that up, um, we might not only be talking about him as the best um, rookie wide receiver, but possibly the best wide receiver in the NFL, not too long. So, uh, Crazy start for these LSU wide receivers. The other thing I wanted to highlight, sadly, we got the news last night that J.J. Watt will have season-ending surgery again. This seems to be like the third or fourth season in a row that has ended J.J.'s season prematurely. I mean, you have to start wondering if maybe it's time for J.J. to hang it up. He can't seem to stay healthy. And as a friend wrote on Twitter, they said, you know we're all it was the quote from moneyball we uh we're all waiting for somebody to tell us that we can no longer play the children's game um we don't know when but someday we're all told it might be at 40 others at 18 but we're all told right and poor jj man he just can't stay healthy he had absolutely one of the most dominant defensive runs um early in this decade when he came out of wisconsin three-time nfl defensive mvp but um that's a that's a brutal loss for the Arizona Cardinals who are sitting right now undefeated, and it's a lot to do with him and Chandler Jones on that defense, that at least that front seven, to uh, help clean things up for that secondary. So we'll see how much of an impact that has on the undefeated Arizona Cardinals But brutal loss. Poor JJ, we love him, good ambassador for football, but uh seems like his season is done. Again, I wanted to touch on, too, and me and Michael talk about this more, but the Survivor Series tiebreaker. I wanted to get one of these two, him or Hayden, on the podcast, and it kind of worked out that uh, Mike survived, and he hadn't been on an episode yet, so that's why I wanted to get Mike. But we're going to touch on the Survivor Series tiebreaker. Most of you guys probably watched the video that me and Andrew cooked up and everything. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. It was kind of funny, but uh, seemed like a landslide in Mike's favor. 11 votes went for Hayden of the 14 people, so uh, Hayden... You know, it's uh, it's uh, heavy as the head that wears the crown. And you got a lot of haters right now, right? Everyone's coming for you. So that probably had something to do with it. Um, but awesome that we had a tie to the second decimal point in the Survivor Series matchup and everything. And me and Michael touched more on that in the episode. Also wanted to shout out Anthony and Dan, who decided, you know, make a huge blockbuster. We hadn't heard from Anthony in a little bit. And uh, these two decide to really reshape their quarterback rooms and their skill player positions, swapping top five quarterbacks in Kyler and Mahomes, Aaron Jones of the Packers gets sent over to Anthony. So now Anthony has an absolutely studly looking backfield. If everybody is healthy. And Dan has a stud wide receiver core to go along with uh, Kyler Murray, as well as AJ green, who he stacks there, his receiving core is filthy. He has cup. He has Calvin Ridley. He has A.J. Green, and he has Marvin Jones. That uh, Cameron, now you have somebody rivaling you for possibly the best wide receiver core in the league. So uh, we'll see how that pays off for both of them. Obviously, uh, Anthony is in first place in his division. Dan right now is sitting in second, so he's probably wanting to shake up the team, try to go on a run to catch uh, Brandon, who's one game ahead of him. So huge blockbuster, and I'm sure we will see more blockbusters. I have no doubt because you guys all love to trade. And the trade deadline is um in two weeks i believe november 10th so we're almost there we got two weeks left we'll see how many more deals get made all right before my interview with mike i want to give out our survivor series eliminator and barker bull shout outs again we all know the survivor series eliminator this week goes to hayden purdue 82.62 points he becomes our first team to win his matchup and be eliminated and He has the most points scored in a matchup where you are eliminated. 82.62 is the highest point total in a week that got eliminated. Everybody else was in the 60s to 70s range. Hayden, welcome to the club. That is officially seven people now in the eliminator, right? We're now down to under 10. So there's nine of you left uh, on the stretch run here. Um, And we'll give out my Barker Bowl shout out again. The Barker Bowl shout out. This is his second time on this list. Michael Sherman, right? Sherm with 171.04 points. He currently sits at first place now, oh, I guess in a three-way tie with um, with Jesse Elward and Mario Palencia in the dominant action division. Those guys are all sitting at six and one and all three of them seem to be possible favorites to win this whole damn tournament. They're easily all scoring a lot of points. So shout out to you, Sherm. You're right now sitting in front with your team, and uh, it's exciting to see uh, how this uh, d- each of these divisions is going to pan out, right? We're going to get 16 teams of these 48 to make the playoffs, so we are almost halfway through that season as well. So thank you again, everybody, for participating, and um, it's been a success so far. It's been really cool to watch and see everybody's chats and everyone um, engaging with other people in a fantasy forum that they maybe don't normally do it that's one of the reasons why I wanted to create it because you know me I love fantasy football and I wanted to create a platform that could extend communities and create more communities so people can compete against other people and we get to raise some money in charity and get some bragging rights too so hats off to everybody now without further ado let's get on over to my interview with Michael Reza All right, I got Mike on the call here. He's joining me for the second half of the episode. Me and Mike are going to talk a little bit about this week's action, talk about the Survivor Series tiebreaker that he just went through. And we're going to give out some awards and everything. First off, me and Mike uh, just went through a little bit of technical difficulties uh, getting on this audio call and everything, but I'm happy to have him here. Uh, Mike, how you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing good. I'm happy to be here. It's been a while since I podcast. Sorry, my uh, technical equipment is when w- the Dougie was cool. So um (laughs) you know just uh just trying to survive living 10 years behind us
0: I'm literally right now trying to remember how to do the Dougie and I remember the song but I don't remember the move is that the one where you like put your hand on your head
1: um
0: oh no that's the one with the shoulders right it's kind of like your shoulders like
1: a shoulder yeah and then that birth of the cat daddy and (laughs) yeah fun and many people had fun with that one
0: I used to cat daddy the shit out of the dance floor. I bet you did. Uh, I did. (laughs) You look
1: like a cat daddy guy for sure.
0: I, that was, that came out when I was at Wesleyan in college and I was like, this is the stupidest fucking song, but I was just, I I loved it.
1: Yeah. You try to put your best, uh, Chris Brown impersonation.
0: Well, I mean, I was, I was a white dude from Southern California surrounded by a bunch of white people from South Dakota. So, as yeah, you were my, the
1: hottest one there, huh?
0: I, w- I was the flyest mofo on campus. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He has so much sauce. Uh, I know. And especially like 10 <laughs> years ago, it's so crazy to think that because 10 years ago, I literally didn't have a care for anything. And I would do the stupidest shit just for attention.
1: 10 years ago, we were uh, you were Zoom drafting. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was a little Futurama action.
0: Yeah, That is crazy. Yeah, this is 11. So we're on the 11th year. So 10 years ago. Yeah, it was our second yeah. year. And I was still at Wesleyan. And I was literally locked yeah. in a in the theater, um, like office room by myself till like, <laughs> because it was like two hour difference there. So, so we I, that draft that you guys were at had to have gone till like, wait, way late into the night. So it was like, probably like past midnight for me in South Dakota.
1: Those. Those early, uh, those early drops are like Andy Dufresne crawling through shit. That's what I'll tell you. <laughs> but
0: especially because they're they were were at fun. Kyle, they were especially because they're at Kyle's house.
1: It was like a fucking like a Russian. What are they? Uh, those spas. Oh God! You go get a spitz, like one of those the- Russian bathhouses.
0: Mm-hmm. Where they just cover you in mud and shit to like exfoliate your skin.
1: Yeah, yeah. We were just <laughs> rubbing against each other, smoking the hookah, just trying to get it as hot as it possibly could be in Riverside in the summertime.
0: So back back when we didn't know what the fuck we were doing but we still thought we were the coolest <laughs> cats in town. We are. And look at <laughs> <it how>, and, <laughs> and, yeah, and, and Look at look and how we far we've are. come.
1: <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, it's been a it's been a ride.
0: Crazy. Yeah, especially especially Middleton
1: to the Hungerfords to the Oh my god. to the I can't even name Wills to the
0: who yeah, to the Mikey Kearns, to the Brad yeah. Tom, the Brad Tomlinsons, to yep. the Will Vodas, to the Allen Middletons, to the Tyler Hungerfords, to the Nicaronas.
1: Oh shoot, nick a a lot lizard.
0: I don't know if Nick is alive. I've literally the last two years so. tried to like reconnect and text him because like when he <laughs> left the league it wasn't even like a me, like, Hey, Nick, you're out. Or him being like, Hey, I'm out. It was just like, you know how I send my, like my off season text to everybody. He just never responded. And it's going on two years now where I've like every, every like summer, I try to reach out again to be like, Hey, Nick, just seeing how Uh you're doing and stuff. And it's like nothing. So either he's not alive anymore or he's (laughs) upset that he got kicked out of the league. He's
1: probably buried in a pile of cigarettes and, uh, bags full of uh, trash bags full of his clothes. <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe he never, maybe he never left Borrego Springs. <laughs> we just left him there.
1: <laughs> He's now like an urban legend, like the guy in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> that just like murders. People who are passing by or something oh my god through.
0: he's he's the uh he's like in caddy shack right now he's bill murray on that golf course he's just taking care of that <laughs> golf course He's
1: <laughs> trying to decimate a, a gopher
0: Yep, yeah, living out on that hammock that there was in the backyard uh, <laughs> you could probably get away with squatting at those brego spring houses for at least like three to four months out of the year because of how hot it is. Oh, yeah.
1: You just got to watch out for white ladies walking in out of nowhere. Oh, God. Never want
0: that. Yeah, we don't want the white ladies to walk in and ruin our parties. <laughs> I'm surprised she gave me five stars. Thank God she did. I think it was the husband. He
1: probably was like, yeah, you guys got fucked up in here, huh?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, we put all the, you know, uh, insensitive Sorry, Afri- so- African uh, art back on the walls
1: it was very uh get out house like uh it was what is that episode of atlanta where he just likes all the african-american like culture uh, he has, like paintings and shit
0: Sorry, i was
1: is, am i on a curse on this I'm, yeah
0: yeah you are yeah you are i was waiting for the right. the homeowner to uh when because it was me alex and shane were the first ones there and i was waiting for him to walk over to either me or alex and be like you know what i voted for obama twice <laughs> <laughs> change baby change change yeah it was creepy that house was so amazing but like weird weird uh you know design on uh what yeah, they right. hung up and everything but uh nevertheless good season how's been football treating you my friend i uh, haven't seen you in a while but i know you've gotten to one or two football games i've seen you already at the ram stadium a couple of times and everything around
1: the Rams game a couple yeah how that,
0: how, right. how was that how was that
1: it was electric there. I was, we went to the Chargers game that one time as like a league event that was kind of an unplanned league event and that was insane and fun to hang out with you guys, but just going and uh, we had, we had terrible seats at the Rams game. We had terrible seats at that Chargers game, but going to that Rams game was crazy. Dr. Dre was in the house. They played Nipsey Hustle. the music, the the crowd, even all the way, literally at the top of the, the stadium where mm-hmm. we sat, it was still a great view, great time um yeah it was not too bad it wasn't too hot there
0: that stadium Um, is amazing huh
1: yeah it's beautiful and arizona just whooped our asses up and down (laughs)
0: because a goddamn joystick with legs yeah yeah that's right that's when they they put it on the rams that game that was crazy Crazy. but yeah what
1: about you oh yeah you went up to san francisco that same that
2: yeah,
0: weekend. literally the same weekend that you were at the Rams game. I was up in the Bay Area watching the 49ers, but that was the, like the NFC West week where they were all playing each other, and I watched uh, Trey Lance get his first, like, real action, which was really cool, aside from the 49ers fucking losing the game. But uh, we haven't won – losing to the Colts this week, we haven't won a home game in over a calendar year. We are 0-7 in our last home game – seven home games. Sheesh. It's miserable. Tough. tough
1: tough. yeah so that's how football's been treating you
0: that is how football's (laughs) been treating me I was on the phone yesterday with Kyle talking to him um and I told him uh how we were just talking about how like rough our fantasy seasons are him and John and everything I was like well at least you guys can know that the Cowboys are good right now my fantasy team sucks and the 49ers suck right now and like I get to deal with 49ers twitter where literally everyone has turned on kyle shanahan and wants him fired after he just went to the super bowl two years ago
1: yeah i was i was listening to dan levitar today and he said something like how everyone loves kyle shanahan but he's like got mostly a losing record or something mm-hmm. uh overall and it's, I, I don't know the exact act, so it's kind of pointless for me to bring up but um that's crazy because he is regarded as like a genius in the game so
0: He's Let's he's see, got I mean, maybe he's, be able to turn he's got a forty five percent winning person or not even like I think a little under forty five percent but it's the one Super Bowl year and then every year after that other than that has been a losing season and so everyone's like is is was the Super Bowl season the anomaly is he really not that good of a coach and everyone I think is in agreement that he's a great offensive play caller and designer mm-hmm. but like they're like when you're the head coach that's not enough. You have to be able to manage the roster and the personalities and the people, and you have to be a good situational football coach. And that's where he kind of struggles because he lets his ego get in the way. And uh, Mm -hmm. so that criticism is fair, but I'm literally just like, if they try to run him out of the Bay area, I'm going to lose my fucking mind because this is the exact same thing they did to Harbaugh, like, 10 years ago where they ran him and Kaepernick out. And then everyone was like, Oh, why did we do that? We had a good team and now we fucking like suck. And I'm like, you guys really want to do that again? Cause you're going to do that with, with, with Kyle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Uh, Mm -hmm. Luckily for me, I kind of, I'm a duo team fan. So Mm -hmm. when the Colts are good, I like it. When the Rams are good. I like it. Obviously like I watch everyone because fantasy football kind of brings me more to the NFL than anything because I'm usually watching college football anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what I'm saying. There's there's 14 other people that are going to listen to this. They know I like these teams. They know I like college football more. But uh, <laughs> as far as the NFL, it's been a good season, dude. There, there's so many uh, new look at uh, Jamar um, Chase. He's yeah. fucking lining up right now. They're talking, and there's people like vaguely talking like if he was good enough, if he let's say if he had a, a couple more touchdowns, whatever, he'd be in the talks for, like, MVP. It's, it's impossible as a quarterback's league. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's dope. I, there's t- You don't even know who's good. That's what's crazy about this year. I've been doing pick em since the beginning. I'm like, all right, I'm going to kind of listen to the experts, kind of go off my intuition. And I'd still, like, only, like, nine or ten games. I can't get any traction there. Oh, so I'm, I'm losing! All, I'm losing
0: all my damn pickums. This this season's wild. I cannot predict on a given weekend more than like five games. Yeah. Uh yeah, with, it's, it's fucking crazy.
1: But two and five, I should be a top fucking team in this league. I'm. Oh, it's it's frustrating. Saquon hit me at the perfect time, getting hurt. He was starting to uh, to go. They're starting to open him up, and nothing. Just a rolled ankle and I'm hoping he plays this week. <laughs> yeah. Your, t- your team is,
0: them. is it's so crazy. Cause your team is so like talented and stacked. Like you got the quarterback situation with Dak all three of your running backs. Uh, aside from Saquon, like mm-hmm. you've had Connor do really good this year. You've had James Robinson do really well, but you even had Devante Booker who's at least filled in for you. So like you have them. Yeah. It's just like when Gallup got hurt, like you kind of have been that wide receiver three's kind of been your low weak point, but you've had Phelan do well. Woods was not doing well, but now he's kind of coming back to, to normalcy, but yeah. yeah. You and Andrew have had like horrible luck where you guys are some of the top scoring teams, but every week you seem to play yeah. someone who just scores a little bit more.
1: It's crazy. I, these last two games for me, have been a nightmare torture. I'm like, all right, maybe Callaway will score 15, 20 this week. And I win like nothing. I can't get a little ounce of luck, but Cal- I like Callaway. That was a, a young guy that I, I kind of was like, oh, he's going to be a number one. Might as well take him. And it's kind of, it's panning out. I mean, he's on my bench when uh, Thielen's uh, healthy and, and playing. So it's it's tough managing all those injuries.
0: Yeah, no, I feel you, man. And in mine, it's not even injuries anymore. It's just everyone fucking sucks on my team. So I don't even know what the hell to do anymore. Just everyone having, the, I, mean, I, just, I just had a horrible, like, draft I think I just picked all the guys that are having their down years especially Brandon Ayuk.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say what about <laughs> Brandon Ayuk?
0: <laughs> who the hell is even that is he even in the NFL uh, uh.
1: I mean yeah it's it, dude this year was like I know I, I definitely prep every year for the draft and I'm like okay I'm gonna I'm going into these guys injuries or like whatever sometimes I ignore them but this year is, like, my most intense, like, I'm going to listen to fucking Pro Fantasy Focus for, like, three months straight. I'm going to get this shit right. And I did. I drafted a decent team. But Jesus Christ, I they're not staying healthy.
0: Shoot, you got you got voted at the draft as having the person with the best draft.
1: I know. After the first couple of weeks, I was like, ooh. <laughs> I should uh, <laughs> probably... Probably get his jersey back.
0: <laughs>
2: oh. But I mean,
1: you got a lot you got the quarterback everybody wanted. You got Ayuk. Um yeah, everybody can tell I'm looking at your roster right now, but mm-hmm. uh yeah, just you just need some guys to step up and you have way too many fucking 49ers on your team.
0: I think I have like four or five of
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> All in your bed. I tweeted, but,
0: uh, I tweeted no, just... I tweeted I think yesterday and I was like, I'm having my worst fantasy season in like a decade. And it's probably because I was so high on this 49ers team and lo and behold, they're having their worst season in a while. So <laughs> I, uh, you know, I was a little bit of a Homer and it is blowing up in my face.
1: Yeah, it's like our baseball league and all the Dodger fans. I'm a Dodger fan, but how, I, I have Trey Turner. He wasn't even a Dodger when I drafted him. So,
0: mm-hmm. Have you, uh, uh, been able to lick those wounds yet? I don't know if we want to talk about that if they're still fresh.
1: Yeah. Um, you know what? We were if at full strength and maybe a different series. Atlanta definitely deserved it. And they honestly have a better hitting team somehow than they did last year, maybe a team that probably hits better for average. And they had their key guys and Rosario just step up. They, they crushed our pitchers. We didn't have Max. We did Bueller wasn't himself. Urias was flat. That's kind of just, I'm not an unrealistic fan where I'm just like, oh man, we should have won. Like, uh, like we didn't mm-hmm. have we didn't have everybody in reality, but we could have we could have won that uh that series with some healthier pitching, or it could have we could have made it a little bit more interesting. Maybe push a game seven. I um, really so I yeah, really thought you guys were. They deserve
0: it. I thought you guys were going to seven, and then it was when the Scherzer news came out, like hours before game six, where he's like he's not going because of fatigue. That's yeah. when I was like, "Uh oh," because now every it seemed like your entire pen and everyone was exhausted. Yeah, well, think about it like that. That's the
1: first like, you player and you're like, "Oh, we got Maxi going up." Yes, he's going today, and then you find out, "Oh crap, he's not." That's one domino, and then it's just like, "Oh, we better hit." And honestly, the Braves fucking hit they they just score runs it's crazy man.
0: yeah we were texting but like when, when did, <laughs> we were texting eddie rosario when did he become the fucking best hitter in the world i'm literally the best player in the world right
1: now it's it's i like it i love i love seeing that kind of stuff i mean i hate seeing against my team but they deserve it they deserve win a Oh, i love freddie freeman he played right here at, um uh what do he play uh canyon high school in
2: anaheim
1: mm-hmm. um he's just a, an assassin too. So it's crazy. And uh, it, it, not Acuna, but Albie's.
0: it'll be crazy if they win without Acuna too, cause he's out. That would be sad
1: for him. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel so bad for, sure. for
0: him. Like, you know how I'm all in the sports card market. His is one of those cards. It's like a trout and a bet. So it's one of those top cards, but he got hurt and his yeah. value plummeted and everyone in the sports card world has kind of been like, what does this do to his card value? If they win a world series without him, like, he technically has a World Series, but no one's gonna like credit it him for having a World Series. Yeah. yeah. And he would
1: probably not even like say, Oh, I'm a bona fide World Series champion. hmm So that's that's something that sits with those guys. But man, I, I yesterday I mean yesterday um what's his name? Put on a show pitching uh the Braves? Morton. Morton. Morton, more yeah. Sorry, I I, I was going to say Morton, but I was like, he played for the Astros, and I was kind of a yeah.
0: um, mess, up,
1: mess up. And then yeah. he, he broke his uh, fucking he just, leg. Oh, I know. <sighs> crazy.
0: He's been kind of the good luck Chuck of the last couple years. He just can't win a World Series because he was on, wasn't he on the, he was on Tampa Bay when I think they did they when they played you was he on Tampa Bay last year I, last I year. think he might have been I feel like we always we
1: always bat against Morton <laughs> it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what playoffs it is yeah because he was on that um, Astro,
0: he was on that Astros team too right from 2017 yeah, he's on that Astros team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's it? why he moves around a lot but he's he's a good
0: a good pitcher he's solid
1: yeah she eats up innings and stuff but yeah. He's like that. He's like their rich.
0: He's like their rich Hill because I think he's like forty, dude. And he's just like <laughs> yeah, all these exactly. all these old ass pitchers. It's crazy how baseball is that kind of is that sport where you can. There's so many pitchers playing into their late 30s and early 40s. And Bartolo Colon was like 45 to play. Yeah,
1: and Adam Wainwright, fucking, still out there pitches. Every time we pitched, we played against him in our our uh, elimination game and or that wild card game. And, mm-hmm. It's always scary. The Cardinals are scary in general to us because they beat us every time. But we've—I thought I, the magic just runs out after a while. I mean, I yeah. hope our team's gonna be blown up next year. We got the Bauer stuff going
0: on. That's another it's thing called. you guys were missing really bad. If you would have had him in the series or anywhere, but yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's kind—it's of, gonna nice. be <laughs>
1: <laughs> just kidding. It'll be interesting uh, to look my back views on these reflect. last.
0: <laughs> My views do not reflect. It'll be interesting to to look back on these last like five years because you guys have literally been the model franchise. But it's like you just have you have the one to show for, and it's like, do we view that as a success, or are we going to look back Mm -hmm. and be like, we should have had you know three three of them or a couple more? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we won like nine straight division titles or something like that. Also, before this season, so. I don't know what's gonna happen. Turner's probably—I mean, I think he has one more year or something.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: Seeger's probably gone. Scherzer's probably gone.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: We're—we, I think we're keeping Trey. I think Trey's gonna stay. Oh, and nice. I think I heard something about getting Kyle Seager because he just
2: get his brother his
1: right now. Yeah, that'd be—that'd be crazy if we can use him to leverage Corey staying and hopefully Trey wants to play second. But those are just my pie in the sky ideas. Yeah.
0: Now now yeah, we're now into the off season We can, you know, like somber and wait till wait, wait till yeah. winter meetings and wait till the off season. Um yeah. and hopefully uh I mean I I wouldn't even mind if the Angels spent like, you know, 40 million dollars to bring Scherzer over for one year. Good lord. Just please do something.
1: I, I could totally see that happen. It's happened mm-hmm. plenty of times before.
0: Yep. Um, um unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. All right. Well, that's our little baseball corner on the pod. I knew I wanted to talk to Mike about mm. baseball. Um how did, so you had a wild weekend this weekend in terms of fantasy. I thought you easily yeah. were going to score three points with uh um Callaway on Monday night. Yeah. Were you, were you watching the Monday night game? Did you know that how much you needed or did you just like happen to at the end see, Holy shit, we're tied.
1: No, I was watching, I was watching uh while I was watching TV. So I was multitasking, but mm-hmm. I was mainly just watching for obviously Callaway. Um, I I was hoping I'd score at least eight or something like that and just get close because mm-hmm. I was down like eight or nine or something like that, right? And I was like, if I get eight, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at this loss, because I was projected to lose from the beginning. I mean, not to be a projection whore, but mm-hmm. uh, it was down to our, mine and Gabe's last uh, last two wide receivers. And I, I texted him and I was like, I was like, it looks like we got us an old fashioned wide receiver battle, yes, just like back in the eighteen hundreds. So um, we were both kind of just watching, and I, he had the better receiver, to be honest. I, I have a guy, Jameis Winston's fucking thrown to him. I, mm-hmm. If it was Drew Brees, maybe I have a chance there, but not with not with Callaway and, and Winston connections.
0: Oh, and then especially because DK, like, right away, gets, like, an 80-plus yard touchdown. Oh, I
1: know. <laughs> Dude. I was like, oh, really, DK? Like, that? You haven't really – who threw that to him? You know, <laughs> Smith.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Oh,
1: I thought he was bagging groceries already.
0: Well, and that's right. and that's two weeks in a row for you, right? Because uh, the week before. Yeah. Derrick Henry the before, had the huge run against you to break your heart on Monday night.
1: Giant 70, what, 72 yards or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a freak. I I, I didn't really have. High, I thought I thought I had Hayden in the fucking I had him dead, dead rides, but.
0: Yeah, and what's crazy is you were going to lose, and then the uh, Saints – no, 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 then the Seahawks – the Saints were going to kick a field goal, and the Saints jump off sides and give them one more shot at the end zone, and that's when Callaway catches that pass. And I was like, oh, Mike Mike won right there on that pass, or he passed Hayden. And everyone's like, no, 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 they're tied, they're tied. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? We've tied to the second decimal point? like i've never seen a tie to the second decimal point before and uh and uh me and andrew were just like what the fuck do we do i don't know how to do and everyone like everyone was like eliminate them both eliminate them both kick them both out (laughs) (laughs) dude
1: yeah speaking of that speaking of dude can we get to it yet are we there but yeah go for it go for it uh, okay the survivor series i got the notification on facebook and i was like oh what's this it's a video and i all i see is your face superimposed on uh the on jeff not jeff, jeff pro yeah <laughs> <laughs> on his face I'm like jesus christ i i, I probably got eliminated cuz somehow i always end up in these humiliating videos or uh, uh the situation that you guys do is like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, what happened now? And I'm watching the video. I'm like, Mike, Hayden, Mike, Mike. And then halfway, video cuts out. I was like, oh, great. Now I'm fucking pissed. I'm <laughs> out of survivor. I've scored so many points and I should be like fifth in the power rankings in this league. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I finally got to finish the thing and I was like, oh, there's more Hayden's than Mike's here. I'm like, man, that has a lot to do with who Hayden is as a person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired to <at> Hayden.
1: <laughs> no, I love you, Hayden, but uh I guess people just like me better.
0: Yeah, I think I think Which, I think shopping. with Hayden, with uh the results, I think a lot of them had to do with Hayden winning the championship last year. And everyone was just like, Ooh. Yeah, we're not gonna have you win something again. So I think that was a big vote yeah. for, for poor Hayden. And I think a lot of people too. Agreed that yeah he had a better record than you but like you said like more I think a lot of people realize Mike should have a way better record right now you've scored way more points than him and you've I'm, just been on the shit end of of matchups.
1: Yeah, I've been looking at those those points and I was like, hey man, I'm I'm fucking up there this year. Like, let's go. Like, mm-hmm. I want to at least score in the top five or at least.
0: Well, uh, I, I I don't know if you've like noticed that. in the the power rankings that I do each week, I kind of keep you. In the middle, so. in the middle, because I'm like, your record is not good. You should be maybe record wise back here with us, but like, you score so many points, you should yeah. be up there. So I'm trying to keep you somewhere in that middle range because your team is way better than it plays. I
1: literally look at the power rankings to see if I'm like, I'm not where I sh- I'm supposed to be with my record. I literally always, I'm like, let's see who are the other two in five teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, I'm that's where I'm supposed to be, but once these, I, I think. I think once the guys get healthy, I'll make a push. I mean, I probably won't make it to playoffs, but
0: well, the good thing is I have to win out. The good thing is your division is very winnable. I was telling Andrew this. Like Andrew has Andrew's one in six, I, and I think he's only Andrew. yeah yeah who's Andrew's that? Yeah, who's that
1: who, <laughs> who? Uh, I don't I don't know that person.
0: He um. Oh, he voted for you too. He was one of the few people to vote for you. Very,
1: very fast. All like the fastest out of everyone. I know. Oh yeah, that.
0: it was straight up like Mike. I oh, know. Well,
1: no, he, no he,
0: he is one in six, and he's even only three games out of it. So yeah. your division, like, even though you've had such a rough start, like, you're right there behind Brandon and Dan. You could still snake this thing at the end.
1: I'm. I'm just gonna remain humble.
0: I'm just gonna remain I'm
1: humble. To pray <laughs> the Lord. God bless well, yeah.
0: football. We want to give a shout out to Andrew for editing that video together. I know I was uh, doing a oh. bunch of recon bugging people yesterday to get those videos in. So I didn't, I didn't even tell you or Hayden, I didn't text. I either know, of I you. Like, so I was like, I want to surprise uh, these guys with uh, this. So they have no clue. And uh, thank you everyone for sending those videos. They, they had me laughing all,
1: uh, yeah, all damn, all damn
0: day when they were coming in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the more pageantry, the better. 100 uh wrestling in this
0: league yep 100 percent. well let's uh let's give out some weekly awards and everything and uh uh we'll uh we'll get out of here and stuff i got a pumpkin i have to carve down there and everything by the way me and mike are both enjoying a brew i'm drinking some Heller high water uh watermelon 21st amendment what are you drinking and I, i'm drinking Michelob ultra because Ooh. i need to get back into a size 38 watching them calories
1: yeah, I just had Chick-fil-A.
0: Uh I um had del Taco this afternoon and it put me into a literally fucking food coma. I took like an hour nap when I got home from work. Those are the best though. <laughs> I woke up. It was one of those naps though that like my mouth was open. So I woke up and I'm just like, my uh, mouth is so dry. It's dry. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> God. All right. Um I'll start this thing off. I'll give out the MVP award and we'll alternate back and forth. Um so the MVP award yeah. this week is going to the man who has just been absolutely destroying um fantasy matchups each week and that is Cooper Cup cooper cup our first wide receiver to lead this uh, mvp category all season 27.6 points for dan 10 catches 156 yards two touchdowns and currently right now through seven games he is having the best wide receiver season in nfl history he's having a better season than jerry rice did in 1986 and he's having a better season than randy moss did in 2007 insane we'll see if he can keep that up but uh man Dan uh great pick by you and uh I know Mike is probably like motherfucker I picked the wrong Rams wide receiver
1: <laughs> oh I wanted to cup 110% because he gets a million targets every game even if he's triple covered mm-hmm. I, and Robert Woods is just like come on come, come on Eddie." <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so we ready for the next one yes sir we got the next one, the Moana man himself with the Beast Mode Award. We have Mr. Marcus Polares. I don't know why I put it oh in there. 132.36 on the point. Um, he has one of the uh, the best teams, arguably, arguably, in this league. Whoa, mm. that was weird. Um, but, yeah, he's he's out there putting it up and still trading. How do you guys do it? How do you trade and still keep your points? and not miss the guy that you traded. I, I don't I am, understand.
0: I don't know. I'm with you, Mike. I don't I don't know. I don't know.
1: But that's a good job, Marcus. Way to, I mean, you're just blowing it up this year um, <laughs> and you were supposed
0: to leave. Why didn't you leave? <laughs> Why didn't you just leave? <laughs> <laughs> I love rude. you, man. All right, next one, fatality, flawless victory. This one by literally .04 was the difference between this one, between two matchups. This one is going to go to Alex in his victory over Marcus Escobar, 36.1 points uh, scored, beat barely Brandon over Shane by literally .04, but that was the dominant performance. Um, Escobar, you jackass, you left Sterling Shepard in your lineup And he was out. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and that that immediately sunk your ship. And I know your team has been, uh, you know, floundering for the last couple weeks and you had Miles Sanders get hurt. So Escobar currently occupies the bottom of the uh, (laughs) the power rankings because his team has gone through uh, a tough last month. So he got flawless victory this week.
1: Oh, wow. And because of that lackluster performance, Escobar has also landed himself the participation award with fifty three point three eight points. Uh how long has he been eliminated from the Survivor Series? <laughs> uh
0: yeah, he's been he's been eliminated for, for a little bit. <laughs> Forever. Forever. Do you have
1: number one pick again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're gonna take Alvin Kamara again?
1: <laughs> Stupid.
0: Just dump it on Escobar oh, right now. Man um yeah man rough rough uh rough start to the year my friend uh it was it was due though man he's had he's had two pretty good first two years in the in the league where he just missed the playoffs both times but he had a really good team so it's uh it was time for him to have a have a tough one
1: yeah you've got too much luck as a as a new person so Mm -hmm. time to time to get those participation trophies
0: exactly them. All right. Our game of the week this week, this one was tough to choose. There was two like really good ones. And so I kind of want to shout them both out. And uh, the first one I want to shout out is Marcus versus Andrew. And the reason I want to shout this one out was because this was the top two highest scoring teams of the week and they faced off against each other. Poor Andrew would have beaten everyone else in the league had he played them, but he went up against the one who had the best week. The score was 132 to 120. Andrew actually had a shot on Monday night to pull it off, but he was relying on Kenny Stills. And once Traquan Smith got activated, Kenny Stills didn't do shit and got him a fat goose egg and poor Andrew lost. But uh, that's a high-scoring matchup, over 250 points scored between the two teams. So hats off to those two. And then the other one I wanted to – yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, dude, the the
1: King of the Hill division is just getting – Smacked,
0: smacked. Um, I have...
1: mean, but in cl- I mean, we're not getting smacked, but we're we're keeping it close. But man, we've gotten some bad luck. That's well, it's, sure. it sucks
0: because you and Andrew are two of the highest scoring teams, but you guys are just always on the wrong end of it.
1: We need a little sprinkle of that John Redcord. yeah, <laughs> Native American dust.
0: A little
1: hey yodi <laughs>
0: but the uh, the real winner i think of this one has to go to the matchup of hayden versus kyle it was the closest matchup of the week 82.62 to 81.24 came down to sunday night football that matchup between the colts and the 49ers where hayden had the 49ers defense but kyle had elijah mitchell Elijah Mitchell immediately started the game and had, like, 70 yards and a touchdown, like, right away, which brought Hayden wow. uh, Hayden literally probably sweating for the rest of the game, and if that game script would have held, Kyle looks like he would have won, then the 49ers completely fell apart in the rain, the 49ers defense got a couple sacks and turnovers, ultimately came down to the very end of the game, and the uh, Colts had... 295 yards of total offense and had they gotten five more yards that would have bumped them up to the next threshold and hayden would have lost two points which had really? he, yeah because you you get you get five points for for your um the points that the team scores so there's oh. those thresholds and then you get five points for the yardage that you yeah. give up so he <laughs> he was like right there about to go into the next threshold of yardage mm. and it didn't happen. And had he lost those two points, Kyle would have won 81 to 80. So, uh, it was crazy yeah. that it came down to that. So that was kind of like the, the big matchup of the week between those two. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Kyle. Um, and Hayden, you may have won the matchup, but as we already all know, you lost, the uh, the survivor series becoming our first person to be eliminated, uh, in a, in a Woo.
1: win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i hate him shouldn't have won the championship
0: i know she'll let me win stupid
1: <laughs> but uh next we have the rick Astley. never gonna give you up never gonna give you uh <laughs> with mr uh i don't recognize this name uh and andrew yeah andrew the only one t- one win team left okay yeah yeah um Sorry, buddy. It doesn't look like you're going to win this division. It doesn't look like you're going to win very much of anything else. So I'm going for that top spot. We we're not keeping King of the Hill, but I'll let you have a a little something, a little taste.
0: When we play (laughs) each other again, just give me a little taste. Just give me a taste. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Andrew. I know rough year. I know at least, you know, your burrow Jamar chase combo, is uh doing really well and i know andrew's been all excited because the Bengals have at least been playing really well so that's been taking some of the sting out of his fantasy teams
1: Burrow can hook it that's for sure for sure chase can take it
0: take it all right those are our (laughs) weekly (laughs) awards we're gonna preview week eight uh week eight we are officially now at the midway point of the regular season again the regular season is 14 weeks so we have now gone over the hill and we're heading down it um currently community still in kind of a commanding lead in terms of their league play standings sitting at 11 and 5 across their matchups Mm -hmm. with uh, mike's lovely king of the hill in the rear with a 4 and 12 record so far (laughs) woof (laughs) woof yeah it's been uh it's been tough sledding for you guys wwe we're at eight and eight right now and mortal Kombat is at nine and seven so uh we're all trying to chase that community division they have a uh, three yeah. three, te- three teams that are all like really really good
1: yeah they then, got some monsters
0: so. and they and then they even have gabe in last place and he still has three wins he has the most wins of a last place yeah. team
1: <laughs>
0: congratulations gabe congratulations Game. that wasn't meant to be shade thrown at you. It's meant to be saying you're 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 really good for being a last place team.
1: I'm I'm right behind you, buddy. Yeah, don't worry.
0: Um, so our our matchups of the week again. There's only two buys or two teams on by this week, uh, uh, compared to six like last week. So everyone should have um a lot their full rosters. Some people might be down some key players, but um our matchup of the week this week. There was two that I wanted to highlight, but the main one I feel like, well, honor. I'll give honorable mention first, and that was going to be our two teams that have two of the best records squaring off, and that is Cameron at five and two versus Marcus at five and two. Um, Marcus in first wow. place, Cameron in second, but they're two really good teams. Uh, we've already like touted off how good Marcus's team on Cameron bounced back from last year. His team's really good, but the matchup of the week that I want to highlight is actually Hayden versus Brandon. And uh, Hayden sits in second place, five and two. Brandon's in first place in your division at four and three. And this is the matchup between our last two champions. Brandon winning in 2019. Hayden in 2020. So champ versus champ bowl right there.
1: Who's going to be the Mahomes? Who's going to be the Brady? Exactly. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Brandon actually had a, I mean, his draft was, he was able to manage his way out of it and put together a pretty good season, which is, pretty dope mm-hmm. um after having a proxy is scary i i've seen it i don't i don't i don't think i've ever had a proxy but for brandon to come out i can't believe i'm saying good words about brandon uh <laughs> brandon uh put together a really good team um and then hayden hayden's just squeaked by last week so Hayden. hayden you're has, welcome again hayden, hayden's a one-man matchup of the
0: week hayden's a one-man band dude he's got derrick henry who does everything for him
1: that was like my Dalvin Cook last year. It's yeah. It's, it's a tough it's a hard line to
0: live. Mm-hmm. A hard, um, line. hard line. All right, that's that's everything, man. We covered everything. Uh anything you wanna say before we wrap this thing up and everything?
1: No, man. I, uh it was good to be back on a podcast with the Barker stuff. Uh I probably said way too many curse words. Other nah. uh, okay. there's only fourteen people and someone's girlfriend or sister that's gonna listen to this. Yep. But I love you guys. I love talking to you guys uh I miss you guys. I'll be at the next league event. When is it?
0: <laughs> that one, that one is currently being decided. We can't decide The my, my current WWE division is very indecisive, but uh, it might be at Kyle's house. So that's the latest uh, thing. Okay. We we're talking about Kyle's house. We were talking about David Buster's for a minute too, which would have been really fun. Um, but it, it should be probably end of uh, November or maybe the first first week of December we're trying to lock that down. Alex's Alex has a crazy month cuz his birthday, so it's really hard to try to pick something cuz his birthday is on the 21st. So we've been trying to find something that works for everyone. Um and then this this weekend uh literally Friday is Marcus polaris's wedding. Mm-hmm. So uh if, oh, yeah. if you are in Riverside, you can come on over for the reception of that and hang out and stuff. I'll be in Riverside for that. Um in fact, I'm going out there tomorrow, Thursday. We're recording this on Wednesday for nice. the rehearsal for that and everything. So this will be yeah. a early congratulations to Marcus for getting hit. Yes.
1: Congratulations, Marcus. Your wife is awesome. You are awesome. I hope you guys have a wonderful wedding. I will not be able to make it, but I
0: love you. Love you and everything. All right, man, we're going to wrap this up. Great week uh, yes, eight pod. Thank you, Mike, for joining on. Um, it's been a minute since we recorded, Thank but you. I'm happy that we got back on the airwaves. We'll have to do, do some more of these in the, in the near future. Yeah,
1: it was a good time. I had a, a spicy chicken deluxe and marijuana and Michelob Ultra. So we had a good time.
0: Perfect. I'm okay. going to go downstairs now and carve a pumpkin that I just bought. Um, I hope you guys all have a great weekend and happy Halloween because it's Halloween on Sunday. We'll get to watch some football on Halloween um, and go maybe indulge in some candy. I might run around with my Michael Myers mask on trying to get some candy from my neighbors. Nice. Nice. Peace, <laughs> Peace out, buddy.